0: Welcome to the Slingshot Sim Racing Podcast. I'm Ellis and I'm Chris. On the podcast, we get to know our slingshot racing community on and off the track while also talking about anything and everything else sim racing related. You can check
1: us out at slingshotracing.org where you can join our Discord. Watch our races weekly on twitch.tv slash slingshot racing league and give us a follow.
0: Podcast is brought to you by Apex Energy Drink, but we'll talk about them a little bit later. For now, let's jump into it. And all right, welcome to episode twenty-two, of Slingshot Sim Racing Podcast. Hey, we took a week off, but we are back stronger than ever i'm ellis and i'm joined by chris got a great show ahead for you guys and listening today uh guys and gals we've got a couple things going on we've got an open segment which we've got a lot to talk about we are coming off a week of short track racing in the slingshot uh, apex energy cup series and the truck series Uh, we'll talk about how those races races went we'll talk about. Uh, whether the racing levels of respect uh, have improved or declined, and uh, we'll talk about a lot of stuff with those races. Uh, we'll also talk about season two release notes. Chris has got some thoughts on those. I think we we're talking a little bit earlier. You're pretty fired up about those, um, and yeah, so we're gonna get to it in just a minute. But after after that open segment, we've got Patrick Colby. Uh, A slingshot uh, Cup Series and Truck Series driver who's raced with us for a couple of seasons now that we're going to get to know just a little bit better in our interview portion of the show. And uh, if you're interested, just briefly before we get going, if you're interested in learning more about Slingshot Racing, uh, the the series that we race every Tuesday and Wednesday night, or actually watching us, you can check out our website, slingshotracing.org, where you can find all the links to our Discord, our Twitch page, where you can watch our weekly races, and pretty much anything else you would want to know about us, you can find there. Uh, Okay, Chris, well, uh, hey, let's jump into it. How was your weekend? I know we're talking about we had some beautiful weather, at least today. Uh, How are things going for you?
1: Uh, Everything's good today. Everything was good yesterday. Uh, Friday was a little bit rough, as I'm sure a lot of people across the southern United States experienced on Friday, Thursday night in some places. Um, Yeah, we had some weather roll through here in North Alabama and uh, sustained a little bit of roof damage, lost some shingles. Um, But uh, hopefully we're going to get all that squared away this week. Other than that, everything was fine. And uh, today, just sort of sat back and uh, enjoyed a day full of racing. Uh, Started out with the F1 race this morning and had a lot of fun watching that. It was fun to see Fernando Alonso uh, on the podium. Uh, IndyCar race was great as well from St. Petersburg, action-packed. Cup race, not as much fun as the other two races, but it was uh, still it wasn't, uh, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. Um, but um, yeah, it was a day full of racing. Enjoyed it, and I was just getting ready for that work week. What about you? Yeah.
0: Uh, no, no storm damage from here on Friday. Uh, but Saturday I had a busy day. Ended up spending a lot of time with some friends, and uh, also did taxes on Saturday. So uh, it kind of been looming over us. We always like to get it done. Usually a little bit earlier than this, but we had some different circumstances and required a little bit more paperwork and a little bit more question asking and figuring things out. So, but I think we got that done and paid a little extra money so someone could take a look at it just to make sure I didn't screw anything up. Um, not that the IRS is going to be interested in auditing me or anything, but uh, a little peace of mind there. So, yeah, it's, uh, I'd say it's been a fairly productive weekend. I didn't get to watch the IndyCar or the F1 race this morning, but I did catch a good bit of the IndyCar race, um, saw kind of the, the leaders take each other out with about 20 to go. Uh, that That was was, rough. That was a, yeah, that was, that was rough. And it was hard. Like I know we talked about it in terms of, you know, it just wasn't a great racing move. I feel like on, on the part of Grosjean, uh, you know, uh, just patience. We talk about patience all the time and I felt like, you know, with, with 20 laps to go a little more patience could could have been shown, um, it's certainly not a, not a position I would have put myself in, but also I'm not racing for my first real life IndyCar series win either. So, um, yeah, it was a good, it was a good, uh, enjoyable day of racing. Uh, and just kind of did grocery shopping and all, all the normal stuff. Uh, but yeah, we're coming off of a week of short tracks. Uh, this is, uh, especially considering how things went at Loudoun, uh, New Hampshire, a couple of weeks ago in the truck series. I think it was a, a week we were dreading as we headed into Iowa, um, but, you know, let's talk about the, uh, I guess, let's talk about the Truck Series first. We can get to the Cup Series here shortly. But the Truck Series hit uh, Iowa Speedway on Wednesday night. And overall, you know, we're going to, uh, we'll talk about the racing a little bit with Patrick Colby later on in the interview portion. But overall, I felt like this race went pretty well. Um, we, I think, had a total of three cautions, which is is really good for us. I think we spent probably 10% or less on the the race under caution and uh, had a couple incidents on track that probably could have been avoided. But overall, like my, my kind of perspective on, on the truck series evolution over the course of the season, we're now seven races in is I personally think we're starting to see more respect being shown on the track. Yes, there are always exceptions, which we can talk about here in a minute, but um, I feel like guys aren't putting themselves in as dangerous of situation. Maybe uh, they're being more patient in many cases, they're you know, managing their car, they're driving within their limitations, I guess. Uh, that's one of the things we talk about, we preach constantly is know your speed. The only way you're ever going to get faster is if you give yourself laps on the track and you get that experience. And if you're trying to drive over your head, you're, you're going to wreck, you're going to wreck someone else and you're not going to get those laps. You're not going to get a feel for the truck or the car or whatever we're talking about. And personally, I feel, you know, we can talk about some exceptions here in a minute, but I feel like we've seen an improvement. And are you, are you reading this the same way I am, Chris?
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I think that uh, it's been a big improvement since New Hampshire. Uh, I think sort of like the, the penalty, the new penalty system that we announced, um, I think that maybe has brought some of it out um i also think that you know maybe some guys took it upon themselves to you know like like hey you know maybe maybe i need to do something else maybe i need to change something up myself like you mentioned and uh you know riding around under caution for as many laps as we did at new hampshire that's not a lot of fun uh that's not a lot of fun for the broadcasters not a lot of fun for the people watching and it's definitely not fun behind the wheel um So I I think some people took it upon themselves to to try to, you know, make some improvements. What I've seen in the weeks since then is I've seen a lot of people posting practice sessions, uh, practice races, uh, asking for tips and asking for advice in the discord, um, you know, of our truck drivers. And I think that stuff is great. And I think what's even better than asking for that advice is. You know, the willingness and the helpfulness that I've seen uh, so far from so many people uh, that have responded and that have reached out, uh, you know, in a lot of leagues, you know, in, in, you know, in in official races, uh, some of the tips that I have seen that have been passed, passed on to people. Those are guarded secrets, Um, you know, things that, uh, you know, regarding steering ratios and brake bias that, uh, you know, you discuss like with your teammates, but you don't discuss it outside of that. But we're seeing it uh in our Discord we're just posted freely and I think that's really, really cool. I think that's awesome. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we're all in this to have fun and can't really have a whole lot of fun, you know, just riding around. Um, you know, the, the truck the truck guys did a great job. I I think that this being a multi groove short track Think that provided for some better racing um instead of maybe a short track where everybody hunts one single line um you know you got some options at iowa so uh, i think that definitely benefited but i think more than anything else like you said i think we've seen a, a change in the respect level
0: yeah I, I i i you know second everything you said about what we've been seeing on our own discord the past couple of weeks it's just you're right people are being not, not that people are never friendly but People are really starting to embrace, and this is what we've been hoping for all along, is like this helpful aspect of this hobby, right? We're all, like you mentioned, in this together, we're all trying to accomplish the same goal, and if we can help each other while we're doing it, you know, we're ultimately here to have fun. Um, You know, I don't think anyone ever gets into sim racing because they're like, I'm gonna win every race, and that's the only way I'm gonna have fun. You know, a lot of us do league racing because of the community aspect, and that has been something that has been awesome to see is you know our newer drivers and less experienced drivers asking these questions and our more experienced drivers uh you know reaching out back out with answers Um, we've got a great active community in our discord and it's been really great to see the past couple of weeks i'm glad you actually mentioned that um you know one thing i do want to talk about with the truck series is we had to make a decision a couple weeks ago after the race um to go ahead and levy a one-week suspension uh based on some some Actions We saw on track that we didn't like, which we thought, you know, kind of ultimately boiled down to an intentional wreck, Um, you know, one driver taking out another driver intentionally. Um, And that really got me thinking as we're talking about what to what we could talk about during this podcast is uh, something that you and I as admin, like, probably never considered or at least heavily considered it when we started slingshot is, you know, the confrontational part of running a league. Uh, and this question of where do we draw the line with overaggressive racing? What goes beyond, you know, just good, hard racing and, and when, when can you define an accident as something more than an accident and, you know, moreover, what action do you take as a league admin? Um, uh, you know, looking back on that for us, I feel like when we made the decision that it had to be a one week suspension, I think we looked at video we looked at multiple different angles, but, you know, I think I'm, I'm fortunate. I'm glad that you and I were both kind of on the same page, uh, about that. And ultimately, you know, we made the decision that, uh, you know, we're going to have to lay down the law and we want people to, to realize that that's not part of what slingshot racing is, you know, um, intentionally wrecking someone, uh, and not really caring is, not what we're about we work hard throughout the week we practice uh and you know ultimately we all pay a, a, a driver's fee for the league and we feel like a little bit more respect should be shown to every single driver on the track so uh i don't know about you but i felt like we, we certainly made the right call in that situation uh, and i hope that you know that that message got through to the driver but the message more importantly got through to our other drivers right that like you, you can't go and wreck someone intentionally and have no repercussions um so, yeah yeah yeah
1: I totally agree and um you know I, I feel like i think you hit everything pretty nicely right there I, I just felt like the actions uh on the track that we saw on that incident just didn't make a lot of sense um didn't feel like they were warranted and at the end of the day uh we're all adults and I just try to think of you know like Like, how would I respond in just a normal, average, everyday situation, uh, you know, when I felt like I would be wronged? And, uh, you know, I I feel like this is a, you know, this is a situation where you kind of need to put on your your big boy pants and, and realize that and think like that and think that, you know, like, hey, at the end of the day, I'm an adult. This person out here, they're an adult, too. Let's just try to act like it.
0: Yeah, it's also like a respect of the time that we've put in, right? Like, uh, I know ultimately it's a game, right? We all know this, but we all organize our nights, our evenings around it. You know, at least once a week, twice a week, we probably set aside some time to practice. We maybe bought the track, you know, if we didn't own it before. Uh, So it's more of a just kind of a code, a driver's code that, that you... You take care of each other on the racetrack no one puts somebody in the wall intentionally because we've all invested some degree of time and money uh you know varying levels obviously into this and uh, we just want to make sure that that is that's that you know crystal clear (laughs) for everybody so that was a decision we had to make and and i feel good about it and uh, i feel like you know decisions like those are probably what help uh the truck series Particularly kind of evolve into what we're finding now where there's more mature racing going on and just more respect being shown So, uh, yeah, we, we can move on from that I felt like it was something we'd talk about. Um, but the cup series we'll touch on briefly head into IRP and and again It's the cup series. Uh, these guys run less than 10% of each race under Uh caution. So there's maybe tops two or three incidents Uh, a week if that and again it was the same story this week they put on a great show Uh, ultimately i'm just looking at the race data right now we had zero cautions we went the entire race chris without a single caution 200 laps were run in an hour and 18 minutes uh there are four different leaders over the course of the night uh we know that tire strategy played uh, a key role and i know we'll get to we'll get to talk to patrick about this here in a little bit Uh, he struggled with tires i think early on and maybe just the overall handle of the race car. but um you know i I can't i can't stress enough how good this series is every single driver uh just pushes himself even harder every week but they're not making mistakes you know whether it's aaron smith randy bechtel scott sobzak Uh, Chris Pierce, the guy who designs our uh, ATVO broadcast overlays. I feel like he's something that someone we don't talk enough about. Um, Sitting there, had a fourth place run uh, last week at IRP. So, and and this is, IRP is a track where there's only one racing line really. Uh, And there's, there's a lot of fighting for position on the track and everyone raced each other with respect side by side all night long without a single incident um that doesn't happen very often
1: no and and it was i thought it was a good show you know a lot of times with a caution-free race sometimes you're really really worried about you know it you know is somebody gonna stink up the show is it gonna be entertaining for those watching i thought it was still a really entertaining race um you know we, we saw some people try some some varying different pitch strategies. But like you said, this was a short track at the end of the day. It's a different short track in the sense of like where the line is. Uh, It is, you know, one lane is is really, really faster than all the others, Um, you know. So when one lane is, you know, like that, uh, you can possibly see, you know, cautions, you know, breeding more and more cautions. But I think the line being what it was, um, meant that uh, you know a guy that was possibly trying to get past uh, could get a run on the straightaway. It was just it's really hard to pass there, um, you know. And so you really got to make it count when you decide that you're going to try to make the pass. And I I think that was one thing that a lot of our Cup drivers have in mind because, like I said, they're so good and they're so smart. They knew that uh, when it came to it, when they were going to try to pass somebody, uh, they would have to make it stick. And if they didn't make it stick, they were they were going to have they could possibly lose a spot or two as a result. But, um, yeah, like I said, they're putting on a good show every single week. It's, um, you know, the the driving talent uh, is really, really impressive in that series. And uh, I have no doubt it will uh, it will continue on. I, I wish we had more drivers in it. You can still join it if you would like to. Yeah, and we've uh, still got
0: uh, we still got two crown jewel races where we're giving like yeah. twenty five dollars to the. Lots winner. of money on the line. Yeah, still, still money on the line. Um, we've still got an all star race that is ahead here in a couple weeks, which we'll talk about next week. Um, but yeah, lots going on in that series, and uh, I I think good things will continue to come from that. Uh, we've got a great group of drivers, so yeah. Um, let's move on to the. Release notes for season two of iRacing. This uh, in 2023, we got a lot of things coming down the pipeline. And this, uh, I think it's coming out in March. I don't think it's come out yet. Maybe this week. It's coming out this uh, week. This week. So, yes, as far as Chris, uh, this is this is a story that's near and dear to your heart. So, I think I'm going to let you kind of lead this one, and
1: I will chime in as I <laughs> as I wish. Well, there's a few things, um, you know. Th- there's some good things that are coming, um, you know. I think it's great that uh, we've got an updated late model stock uh, in the in the pipeline now uh, that we'll be seeing. Um, it was one of uh, Junior Motorsports' cars that was uh, that was scanned a few months back, so I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see uh, you know an update to it. Uh, the late model, the original one, is uh, near and dear to my heart because I put a lot of laps on that car, as I'm sure you did, Ellis. when You were. Oh, working yeah. your way up the ranks uh the d-class oval car i've got many laps turned in that car so uh, but i'm excited to see the you know like what the update is uh there's also a, a new circuit uh jerez coming uh not sure if i said that correctly uh, It's a road course and uh and a new renault uh car um you know those are all great and there's also a few other things that are uh, that are being added as well Um, but, uh, you know, we're more, you know, we're more in tune with the oval, uh, side of things in, uh, in iRacing and, uh, I can't help but be, I'm going to say, I was going to say slightly disappointed, but I think I'm going to be more honest and say I'm massively disappointed (laughs) in the, uh, in the oval content on, uh, on this update, uh, no damage update, uh, for the trucks or the Xfinity car. Yes,
0: no no fix to the papier-mâché trucks that we, we've dealt with. No,
1: and that season. is terrible. <laughs> I'm just going to say it's terrible, the state of the trucks, the damage model on the trucks right now. Um, and, you know, so many people in the official series are racing trucks every single week, and I cannot understand how this yeah. is not more of a priority um i don't have the numbers but i'm willing to bet it's probably one of the more popular series on iRacing right now and i cannot for the life of me understand why you know and this isn't anything that's new this has been going on for a while now people have been complaining about it for a while now um that's just one one thing that is grinding my gears uh another thing that's grinding my gears is the um the state of the tire on a lot of the nascar vehicles uh the tire model on them is i'm gonna just come out and say it it is atrocious on a lot of the cars right now uh it's really really bad the next gen is getting an update i I will admit that i'm not you know i'm not in tune with what the update is and what that's going to be i just know that it says that tire parameters drafting parameters a few things are being updated on the next gen um no update on the xfinity car no update on the truck and to be clear, um, I don't
0: think the the tire the new tire update on the next gen. I don't think is what they talked about earlier. in The year when Steve Myers put out kind yeah. of a story about. I, I don't think this to that I don't either.
1: Yeah, I think it's probably yeah. a minimal update. If I had to, if I had to guess. Yeah, and it's just I just think the state of them. You know, a few years back, I can't remember the exact year, but you know, we had a tire update and um you know f- i feel like the tires were in a really really good spot um and they updated it not long after that for a few different reasons and i just feel like it's it's been in a really really bad place for a while now um and, and i thought that this one might be uh possibly this could have been the update um you know th- this could have been the the release because you know it, it just it didn't feel like there was going to be much else wise other than that you know the late model stock which you know wasn't 100 confirmed until a couple weeks back so i thought that this you know we could be getting something here and uh i was just really disappointed personally um you know people who are more in tune with the you know the updates and the talk they they might not be as surprised as i was i was just uh i was disappointed myself um and and i really really hope that uh that this is uh, a priority and something that they're they're trying to work on because I, I know that rain is something that a lot of people have in mind and, and they're excited for and I'm excited for it too I'm excited for the service to have it but I, I just feel like you know the, the number of people that you have turning laps in the official series and you know in, in the stock cars on ovals uh, I feel like that's your bread and butter uh, on iRacing I feel like that's that you know core base and so um, you know selfishly personally uh i would just like to see it be a bigger priority
0: yeah and i get that i i do think that that something is as fundamental to the racing as like a, a tire model or, or damage model is should be more priority than something that you know while it's going to add to the racing and the depth of the racing that we can do with the rain i agree that that i would prefer those be more priority but we all have our own opinions right iRacing racing works hard they do a great job um and they continue the service improves, you know, to varying degrees each update. But one thing you can't say is that racing hasn't gotten better and better each time. Um two things I'm I'm very interested in is the auto fuel feature, which apparently is gonna be a button you can click to basically add the correct amount of fuel that you need to get to the end of the race, which I think could be uh. a really it, <laughs> you don't like it because it takes away strategy, is that right? Is that the where where I think this is going?
1: I just think we're babying this thing down too much. You think so? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, I, I guess that, I guess when it comes to, because I think it would only benefit you, like, thinking about one of our league races, I think it would only benefit you on the last stop. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. for sure. For sure. And, uh, I mean, I yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess I have mixed feelings about it. Yeah,
0: and I, I do there's an element in me that enjoys like us trying to figure out okay how much how many gallons do we have to take to get to the end. But the way I look at it is we're both running overlays that will tell us pretty yeah. much
1: a lot more easily. So it's not gonna be that much different than what we're already doing. You know. And they probably figure that most people have that stuff these days anyway. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's not it's not gonna be a huge difference for a lot of people. And you know what, for the people that don't have their have any overlays or use overlays or aren't familiar with them, this is probably huge for them.
0: Yeah. So that would be I think it'd be a nice feature It's a little bit more uh, inclusive, I suppose, of of maybe people who don't have as much technical know how or just awareness of those those overlays. So last thing I'm interested in is the the Renault Clio Cup car. Uh, Don't ask me why. I don't even really know. I think that it reminds me of one of the cars that I used to race on live for speed uh, many, many a year ago. And these things look like they can just, uh, erase side by side all day long. I feel like this is going to be one of those lower horsepower cars that, uh, is just fun to kind of battle against, uh, you know, the guy next to you or the girl next to you on the track. Um, so we'll see. I definitely, I don't think it's going to be a free car. Uh, I think that, I don't
1: believe it is. I don't, I'm not a hundred percent on that, but, um, You know, kind of touching base on what we mentioned earlier, I meant to mention before on the late model stock, if you have uh, the original late model, uh, you you will have this late model stock free. That's a free update, essentially. Yes, it is.
0: Yeah, so overall, like, yeah, I know there's, you know, we're a little disappointed with maybe some of the oval side of this update, but we're continuing to get new content. I feel like the content gets better and better. The detail of these things get better and better um, every time. And you can see iRacing continues to identify bugs they continue to identify things that can get better and you know i i don't i don't sit there and think my 13 or you know i know you hate me because i, I don't do the yearly subscription but uh <laughs> i don't sit there and think that my money is not being well spent by by them in terms of what's being developed so yeah great job iRacing uh you know work on the Opal for us next time <laughs> on those damage models entire tire wear and things like that uh but hey we'll take it so yeah i think this is a great kind of portion to uh hit the pause button we are going to take a quick break uh we'll hear from our sponsor apex energy drink and then we'll come back and we'll be joined by a slingshot driver patrick colby and in the interview portion of the show. hang tight we'll be right back 2022, we've seen an epic battle for the championship between Aaron Wilson and Justin Smith. Neither one have really been able to gain an edge on the other. And, like, I know personally, I have at least one driver I find myself side by side with each week. Um, And chances are you've probably got drivers and moments where you just can't seem to find an edge. Well, Sleeve Shot has a little secret we're going to let you in on. We found the edge. Apex Energy Drink is gonna help you focus on every single detail that is important in those crucial moments of the race, whether it's the final lap at Daytona or the side-by-side battle into Eau Rouge at Le Mans. Most of uh, the energy drinks on the shelf are gonna give you heart palpitations, and worst of all, they don't even tell you what ingredients they have in them. Apex Energy is formulated with your health in mind, avoiding artificial dyes and allergens, but it's still gonna keep you locked in during your toughest battles on the track. Uh, They've actually got four great flavors, including Blue Raspberry, Sherry Limeade, Bomb Pop, and Citrus Blast. My favorite's the Bomb Pop. Uh, Go ahead and get yours now uh, and get 10% off by using the code SLINGSHOT10, that's SLINGSHOT10 uh, when you check out. Promise you are not gonna regret it. All right. Welcome back to the interview portion of the Slingshot Sim Racing podcast. We are lucky tonight to be joined by driver of the number nine, both Apex Energy Cup car and the Apex Energy truck, uh, Patrick Colby, or truck series driver, I should say, Patrick Colby. Um, Patrick, man, thanks for coming by. How are you doing today?
2: I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on. I've, you know, I've been listening to the podcast, so excited to finally be on one.
0: Hey, it's been a it's been a long time in the making I know that you're in Montgomery, Alabama um, Chris Chris had some storms roll through uh, up in Decatur uh, not too long ago. Did y'all have any did y'all deal with anything um, over
2: this past week? So the funny thing is as well I am from Montgomery, Alabama currently living in New Hampshire regrettably. Oh that's right. Yeah we're I, we got about a foot of snow. So I think I would have rather the tornadoes and hurricanes, if I'm being honest. Well, what the heck brought you
0: to to New Hampshire from Alabama?
2: <sighs> Unfortunately, it wasn't my choice. Parents kind of moved me when I can't say no. So, family, more family up here, more my mother's family up here. So, what age uh, were you when you moved? Oh, I was like six or seven. Okay, so you're you you haven't you haven't been back? Have you been back to Alabama since? a couple of times i go i've been on a couple of college visits i've gone back for uh just kind of some vacations i went down for the alabama lsu game a couple years ago it's nice you know enjoy enjoy my time there and someday when my kids are grown and gone i'll be back
0: uh how many kids you got
2: i got two kids man uh are they younger older uh they're kind of middle i have a 12 year old daughter and I have an eight year old son. So oh I got up there. Yeah. you getting to the age where Oh, yeah, don't yeah. remind me. <laughs> <laughs> don't uh, remind me. Uh
0: how do you okay, so let's talk about this. How do you make time as a I think this is an interesting question that I'm always curious uh for talking about with parents, but how do you make time for you race with us on two nights, and I'm assuming there's probably mm-hmm. other racing that goes on. Uh yeah, how are you yeah. how are you managing this time?
2: Typically, I'll race with uh, Tony Hill Hillbrands uh, on Monday nights. I haven't the past few nights. Uh, it's just these races kind of take place after bedtime. So that's really kind of when I can is that these, luckily enough, both yours and his races take place later on in the evening. So, But I mean, outside of that, if I'm not with them, I'm racing or I'm at work and there really just isn't a lot of time for anything else.
0: Uh, and I know you are a, you're a car guy. You work at a, a Ford dealership, yep. uh, are parts specialist. What is that? What does that entail? Exactly.
2: I uh, just, the parts guy, he, you come up and you broke something on your truck and you need it. You need, you know, water pump. I'm the guy who's going to give it to you.
0: What's the strangest thing you've seen broken that's been brought, brought in?
2: Uh, I don't know about strangest thing broken. Cause you see things. Break. I've seen some pretty amazing engine detonations. I think when I worked for Nissan, we had a piston go through the front of the block on a juke, left a big gaping hole. That was cool. Usually it's the half-hearted repairs that really give me a chuckle.
0: So like someone who knew, thought they knew what they were doing and just yeah. were completely out to launch. Uh, seen, seen?
2: I think the worst one, just in terms of it's probably a, it's a fire hazard uh, was somebody wrapped tin foil around their broken exhaust. Oh no. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I was like, oh my God, how did you not burn your car to the ground?
0: Oh my gosh. That's oh, insane.
2: Wow.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm left speechless by that. That's first of all, like, who thinks of that?
2: But second of all, no. I, yeah, I don't I don't know. I, we've had, you know, plenty of people, oh, I'll fix it myself, while the you know fuel rails dumping fuel on top of the exhaust manifold it's just crazy thing cars with no oil in them cars that haven't had oil changed for forty thousand miles so uh before we get into kind of the sim racing
0: part of this you you did tell us you've got a car that you actually take to car shows I do. uh what kind of car is it and does it have a name
2: Uh, currently it's a 2020 Mustang GT. Uh, it does have a name. It's, uh, black on black. So it's midnight license places, midnight and everything. Um, I've kind of, I've done a few things here and there with it, bring it to the car shows, but working at Ford and stuff, I got my eyes on a grabber blue 24 when pre-orders go live. So might not have it for too much longer. is there an employee discount? There is. Oh, that's, nice. that's really nice. pretty much what it cost the dealer. So, oh dang. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's going to be hard to, hard to pass up. That's for certain.
0: And you will trade, you'll trade this one in or sell it. I'm guessing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. I'll probably trade it in. I, you know, I was fortunate enough to get a really good deal on it when I bought it a couple of years ago. So, oh, very little money in the way the used car market is at the moment. Probably get a uh, yeah. pretty penny for it. They're desperate for used cars. I got people telling me they
0: want my, my five-year-old car
2: oh um, yeah
0: Oh yeah yeah cool well hey let's jump into the sim racing part of it i think chris you're gonna kick us off
1: yeah we always uh this is one thing that uh, i always love to to ask and we love to talk with our our racers about is uh their their start into sim racing uh you know their journey that uh that they took to you know reach this level uh, how did you get
2: started uh with sim racing ironically enough so i was always like a wasn't even sim racing but it was like you know you did your console racing you know your nascar heats and i think the first nascar game i ever owned was nascar 99 on the Nintendo oh yeah 64. oh yeah that's where it all started um yeah. but i got into iRacing racing specifically with like youtube videos uh, this guy sean williams does like an iRacing racing rex compilation video every week and I started watching his stuff, and I'm like, man, that iRacing thing is like really cool, because like at this time you hadn't had a decent NASCAR game in forever. So I just looked into iRacing and looked into what it took. Got a $500 Best Buy computer, and my I still use it now. My $250 Thrustmaster wheel, and that's what started it all back in 2017. Now, oh, go ahead, Chris. So
1: 2017, uh, you haven't been doing this that long then?
2: No, no, I hadn't. I haven't. It's It was February of 2017. So remember, I used my tax refund to get the computer and the wheel and get set up with a subscription and everything. You know, we just clipped. I think it's five years now. Gosh. Five I get in the a little five or six year badge on the service, whatever it is. And I don't Yeah, know it hasn't. Anything?
0: keep on inviting these people onto our show that have been on the service like a third of the time we have and they're ten times better than we are. That's right. <laughs> I <laughs> That's speak, right. speak for myself, at least I should say. Yeah. yeah. You know, much better than me, but no. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. Um, I don't know why I'm so bad, but now I feel equally <laughs> as bad about myself. Maybe if it more than I did it, before,
2: if it makes you feel better. There was one point I had a 900 I rating.
0: Hey, I'm so. at, I'm at, I'm at 901. So <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. So you mentioned a custom, a custom Thrustmaster wheel. Talk, talk me through this. What is custom about it? What, is, what are we working with here?
2: Uh, it's not custom. It was just, um, it was the first wheel I bought and it still works. It's the, I don't even think they sell it anymore. The TMX pro. Yeah. So yep. Oh, here I'm looking at our notes. pedals. Yeah yeah and uh it's starting to peel the rubber grips are starting to come off the sides of it and it might be time to think about a new one but uh, not one of these guys that spends a thousand bucks on the wheel and pedals and things of that nature okay yeah i'm looking at the
0: notes and it says custom built pc now it's making more sense to me yes what does a custom
2: master wheel look like no Yeah, the PC is custom built. That one was a venture I did a couple years ago. What kind of hardware are we working with under the hood? So it was all brand new, essentially, when I put it together. It's a Fantex P400A case. So some good airflow with it. I've got an X570 motherboard with a Ryzen 7 3700X. There's a third gen Ryzen. I've got my... Power color Red Devil 5700 XT? Yes, no, XT. An AMD card. boy. I am. I I was really happy with their CPUs at the time. I, I did have a 1050 Ti. So quite the upgrade from a 1050 to the 5700. But I have no complaints. I can run most things on high settings and stream at the same time without it crashing. Yeah, sometimes I feel like I'm the, on an island as an AMD
0: uh, GPU person, but uh, I, I feel less lonely now. I feel like sometimes I get
2: better performance out of that thing than I actually should. I um, think I was, my most impressive feat with it was I was able to run Cyberpunk on ultra settings and maintain like a 70 FPS throughout the entire really? game. Yeah. Dang, that is impressive. Right? So I, they've earned my business having paid attention to kind of the industry for a while, just with the price point. I mean, I think I paid 550 bucks for this card when NVIDIA was charging 1200 for their flagships.
0: Yeah, the AMD, I, I do feel like sometimes offers a better value. But again, I'm not a hardware expert anyways. Um, mm-hmm. are, you, uh, are you desk racing? Are you a desk racer? Is that what we said?
2: Yeah, I am. I've got my nice wooden desk that was free, actually, because I don't spend money on that kind of stuff. And it... um I just clamp the wheel down to it unclamp it when I'm done. I don't have any kind of some of these guys with their crazy rigs and stuff. I'd love to someday, but you know, with kids, that's a little bit harder. Oh yeah. There are, there are other things like, uh, school books and,
0: and all sorts of stuff that you have to buy kids. Um, Chris and I are are lucky in that, that we don't have those expenses, but not lucky. And I guess that we don't have the memories of children to, but I'm sure you've got a lot of good ones of so do they are they interested in racing at all? Or are they like what are
2: you doing? Uh my son is very interested in racing. He has he actually has his own wheel and pedals. It's a Mario Kart wheel and pedals. Oh, nice. And nice. he races Mario Kart on it. So he's great like, yeah, sometimes I feel
0: like we're racing Mario Kart in the truck series, but
2: sorry. uh yes. <laughs> yeah, it uh it's, hey, it's been really good the last two weeks. So what we talked about in the
0: opening part of the show has been really good.
2: Yeah, knock on wood that like it stays that way. The racing's been fantastic the last few weeks as opposed to I New Hampshire was a train wreck.
0: Your home track of all places.
2: I know. And it sucks because like New Hampshire is probably one of the best tracks. If you can get a long green flag run with. It's just so much fun with tire wear and having to drive. Because you really do have to drive the trucks Mm -hmm. there. So, but hey, what can you do?
0: Yeah. Um, Not much. (laughs) New (laughs) Hampshire is usually a track that does have long green flag runs based on our experience. But this... This was not the year, but you know, we've, we've gotten much better and that's, that's ancient history at this point. So that's
2: right. Yeah. Well, this is, I think the first time you guys have done kind of the multi-series thing with kind of, for kind of multi-talent um, levels, so to yeah. speak.
0: It's, it's, uh, you know, we just had the numbers where we felt like it was, it's something that we needed to do. And it's something we continue to discuss. Hmm. Like we're, we're up to now 90, 90 drivers who have raced races with us. Uh, that's crazy so just the three seasons that we've run so you know we we don't want to leave anyone in the lurch we find a place for these guys um so that's that's something we had to do this season and you know i think we had some some uh we i think we went into a thing and it wouldn't be as hard as it was <laughs> maybe maybe i went into it, it be as hard as it was chris is probably thinking now oh, i knew it was going to be terrible when we when we started it but um, oh no it, I think a lot we of learned. Challenges. we've learned as the season went on, like, I, I think it's good because everything we do, we learn, right? Like we make mistakes, but we, we learn from those mistakes. It's like, you know, Daytona, the clash at the beginning of the year. We ran at old Daytona and had <laughs> yeah. to set up
2: tonight and didn't have lights. <laughs> never again. You but know, and I, <laughs> I, I, I gotta say, because I did end up winning that, that was the first, I guess, official win with you guys was that truck series race. Hey, if the lights were on i'm pretty confident i was in the grass coming down the back stretch when i passed everybody to take that win so i'm happy that the lights didn't work i'm happy nobody could see the grass they didn't reveal the illegal nature of your pass yeah I we're gonna gonna retroactively take that one away from you i mean that's fine i watched the replay and you see like (laughs) the dirt particles come up and i'm like oh i didn't know i was that low
0: Hey, well, that's more impressive that you hung on to it in the dark, going through the grass, and still managed to
2: win. So, but sometimes you just—it's a fun race for fun. So we just—we had the run and we threw it into the corner and happened to clear everybody. I don't know how, but it worked.
0: Yeah, well, hey, you put on a good show, and you just got your uh, just got your second win. I think that might probably be related to something Chris is uh, wanting to ask you.
1: Yeah. So, (laughs) we. We always like to ask people what's uh, what's been their favorite memory so far uh, racing with us in Slingshot. Um, I have a feeling I know what yours is going to be. Talk us through uh, that
2: race a couple weeks ago, man. I so preference it. I guess was starting the night before at the Cup Series race. I was I- super mad at myself for. I had kind of thrown away a top five. I didn't, I couldn't hang on to the tires and just lost another top five finish and I was super mad at myself. So coming into the truck race, I really wanted to make an emphasis of like, we're going to save the tires. We're going to roll out a little bit earlier than I think I need to. We're going to wait a little bit longer than I think I need to to get back on the gas. And it ended up working. I know I had driven it up to, I want to say eighth when we got that, uh, caution i think is a 55 we'd all kind of made a green flag pit cycle i know some guys are on 15 or so lap older tires than me so i just we had all stayed out and it ended up working out for me to take it i don't know i think i took it three wide at one point to take the lead and it just worked out where i was able to continue to pull away no matter how many cautions we got and i'll just kind of the strategy finally worked out for me
1: yeah, I did. And, and you guys, yeah. uh, put on a great show coming to the checkered flag there. Um, I, I, I love, I don't know if Ellis has seen it yet, but I love the Twitch clip that you posted yeah. in the discord. Um, the reaction, uh, to the win that you had, uh, that was, that was great. Uh, if, if you are a listener that's, you know, you're in our discord and, and you haven't gone to, to watch that clip yet. I highly encourage you to, because I think it's awesome. Yeah. It's, those are like, that's,
0: that's what we live for. That's what we want to see from people. Right.
2: Yeah, and it's like, you look at guys like Aaron and Johnny and, and people who win races regularly. And that's throughout my years on iRacing. That's never been me. I think accumulative if we count unofficial leagues, uh, official races just every race that i've been in i think i've got maybe 15 wins across the whole six years and thousand races you know i've just always never been that guy so when after 400 plus races and it not being at a plate track to get that you know league win like that's that's huge for somebody like me because you doubt yourself after a while you know you wonder like will i ever get over that hump to go from a fifth, fourth place driver to a winner.
0: That is something that, that I've noticed about you this season. It's been, you know, a lot of ups and downs. I feel like, um, you know, you've had speed at a lot of tracks. You've, you started up front a lot of races, but you've kind of had issues. You've fallen back. Um, walk us through, like, how do you, we kind of talked about it a little bit, but how do you kind of, psych yourself up for the next race after coming off of, you know, maybe a bad race or two, what's the thought process like there?
2: Just kind of forget about it for the most part, especially like with this league. Cause very rarely do we go to the same track on Tuesdays as we do Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we could be at, you know, just for example, like in Atlanta for the cup series, and then could go to a new Hampshire for the truck series. And it's two completely different tracks. And I think it's just kind of like, Getting in, getting a good feel, and for me personally, seeing that that short run speed has been there, but trying to figure out how to make tires last across the longer run, figuring out how to manage, and then pitch strategy is a huge part of it. We've seen, especially with the tire limits, you know that you guys have, and that's that's part of what I love about it is you have to think. So having to maybe save that set of tires for the end of the race. I mean, that's what won me the truck race we've seen Aaron do it multiple times the last two years. You know, he saved that one set of tires for the very end and he was able to just get up there and steal wins.
0: Yeah. He's a, he's a master. I think we can all probably learn something from, uh, I stopped thinking about what I was going to, how I would react to my first victory many, many years ago. Cause it's never going to happen. Uh, and in, in a slingshot race, but, um, congratulations, man, on, on just having like a, a really good season. I know that, you are definitely in the championship hunt, I feel like, in in the truck series. Um, do you feel like that's probably where your better chances are right now?
2: It's crazy because I, f- I would feel like my better chances would be in the Cup Series. I know really? Aaron's in there. Yeah, I know Aaron's in there. I know Tony's in there. Um, and those guys are really, really fast. I feel like I've had more speed overall with the Cup Series. Because for whatever reason, I just can't qualify to save my life in the trucks. Even if I do put it on a lap time, it's like dead last. So I usually end up having to just drive it through the field, burn stuff up. And Johnny has just been lights out this year. Unless he has a kind of Justin Wilson esque like fall off here the last couple races. I don't know if anybody's really going to be able to maintain with those guys. Yeah, well,
0: you're right
1: now. You're right now sixth in points uh with one less start um so you know when we start calculating that drop week yeah you, you never know you never that's know where he was going.
0: asking that's why I was asking the other day yeah. about the drop week
1: yeah i mean uh there's you know you're you're currently sitting 6th in points um you know there's a couple of guys that are top 10 in points uh three guys it looks like that have one less start uh you're kind of sandwiched between them and so hmm uh you never know once all this uh begins to shake out you know and we start getting
2: a look at how the points look with that drop week factored in you know i I think that you're going to be right in the mix of it i i mean i'd love to be i'd love to make you know kind of a competitive run at a championship it's been a while i think it was last season in a different league from you guys ended up just missing out on the championship four race in phoenix you know through their playoff system so I'd love to be back into kind of a, a, season long competitive, like, Hey, you put a whole season together type deal and, uh, and give them a run for it anyways.
0: Yeah. That's why we have always, we've strayed away, uh, and probably will continue to do so, uh, for the foreseeable future with the playoff system, just because we do feel like, you know, you put in the effort all season long. Like we feel like it should be rewarded. Um, yeah. You know, not that a driver should be able to walk away with the championship five races into the season, right? But like, you know, you earned someone... It, you earned it. Yeah, yeah. And we we kind of like that aspect. We we feel like we're old school uh, to a certain degree, and we kind of reward smart driving and consistent driving. Uh, you know, obviously, we want our champions to be winners, too. And that hasn't been a problem <laughs> no. uh, the past couple of seasons. But, you know, we asked a question to all of our, our guests, man, like about rivals on the track uh i think we've all got people whether whether we're rivals in the sense of like you know i don't like this driver or it's more like man i i feel like i find this guy or girl on the track every week uh yeah like for know. instance there was
1: this guy at richmond last year who wrecked me and oh uh, that
0: guy oh that man. guy <laughs> that guy uh that was the driver number eight car i think his uh name started with ellison and ended with thomas but um or was it was it patrick or was that me that was me right yeah, that's I don't think I've gotten into the, either one of you over there. I thought that's where the joke was going. Um, yeah, <laughs> but so we asked the question about rivals, uh, and you you told us in our little questionnaire, and I'm gonna yeah. call you out on it. Yep. My biggest rival is myself. Absolutely. Okay, okay we'll explain that, and then I'm gonna press you because I want you to give me someone else that that you might, that if we had to consider someone else your rival, who would it be? So go ahead, explain your biggest rival as myself, and uh, then we'll get to the other part of it.
2: Well, I have great news for you, for starters, is I actually have an answer to the second part of that yeah, question yeah, already awesome, lined up. Awesome. So, um But for me, it's always because I don't tend to run into the same people on track. I'm usually not involved in wrecks or, you know, pissing people off or, or yelling at people or doing anything really of that nature. So I, I'm always fighting Fight. myself. I'm mad at myself if I don't do well. I'm mad at myself if I get up into the wall or I'm involved in a wreck. I shouldn't have been here. I shouldn't have been doing this. I should have called it differently. I just want to like continue to improve on whatever my last race performance was. You know, I somehow managed to squeak out sixth at Iowa, which was completely undeserved. I think I was a 19th place truck all night long. So just I want to keep getting better. So do better than me. And then the second part of the question. The second part of the question is, and it hasn't been this season, so we're going to go back to last year driving the cup cars. For whatever reason, I don't know what it was, me and Brady, Powers. Hey, he's my guy. You can't have him. I have to because me and him (laughs) wrecked each other and were just always colliding on the track. Whenever something bad happened, he was there. I think it started at Watkins Glen. He kind of was down a little bit coming out of that first corner and I got turned around, which ruined a great run for me at Watkins Glen. i I had speed and I was passing everybody. So, I, and for whatever reason, the rest of the season, anytime I was involved in a wreck, the 22 was also there. I feel like he's a guy I find myself racing.
0: We don't, we don't wreck each other a lot, but I feel like we've, I find myself racing against him on the track more often than not. I feel like our skill levels are probably, he's probably better than me, but Skill, skill levels are, are somewhat similar, um, and he's just he's he's a hard racer. Um, he was
1: pretty fast at Iowa. I I know how, uh, I, uh, I really really I think I held him up. I raced him pretty <laughs> hard for uh, for a lot of the race. I have told Ellis at one point, like I kind of feel bad for him, but um,
2: but yeah, no, I had a lot of fun racing with him. Speaking well, of, then he uh, had that misshift, I think, there at the yeah. last restart and just killed him. Yeah
0: so speaking of aggressive and non-aggressive uh you know we didn't have this on our, our things to discuss but as we're talking and thinking about it something that chris and i have noticed and this is not a do not take this in a negative way mm. we feel like you're more aggressive this season uh in terms of you know how you're driving not in like a people or anything like that but we're just noticing you a with more speed but you're making moves that we feel like may made last season. Is something like changed inside in terms of your mentality, how you approach these races? Uh, Do you agree with that um, assessment or
2: or what? I would agree with it. I think that comes from the speed aspect of it. I, during the off season between, um, you know, when we started up the cup series and the truck series and then the end of last year's season. Uh, We did a lot of recruitment races for like Tony's league and and other various things. And I ended up winning a couple of races and I felt like I was fast. So I think just the confidence of like, if I throw this in here and we'll use Charlotte as a good example, come in on the restart. I think the, the lap 55 restart, you know, I was throwing it around the outside of guys and uh, you guys had made a comment about it. And I was like, I know it's going to stick up here. I'm confident. It's going to stick up here. I'm, (laughs) gonna clear these guys and i'm gonna drive away
1: yeah and i mean we, we talk about it ellis and i talk about it often you know like we see you on the track and and we have made the the remark of like patrick's driving with you know a lot more aggression a lot more confidence and i don't think that's a bad thing yeah, at all. i, I mean like it might be a better word than yeah than the one we were using i mean yeah. I, i've always i have always never had a problem with people being aggressive like Aggression is totally cool. You know, when you're not taking out, you know, me or somebody else or, you know, other. <laughs> you know, like I've never, <laughs> yeah, I've never, I've never had a problem with uh, aggressive drivers, um, you know, on, on the track. And I think that that's what I see this, this season is, you know, you just drive them with a lot of confidence out there.
2: Yeah, I try not to, I mean, maybe I do from like an outside perspective like in the car, you get a little bit of like that tunnel vision, right? You're like, okay, I'm like, I'm going to dive it down in here. And then it's a little bit closer than maybe you thought it was when you you look back on it. I try not to put myself in bad situations by making the moves, you know, like if I take it three wide here, like this is probably not going to end well for me. I'm not going to send it in from two car rows back you know, underneath somebody, you know, stuff like that. But definitely, you know, if I I get a run, I'm going to take it. I'm not going to be passive about it because I've watched, you know, I've burned up my stuff behind people too many times and watch them drive away because I just, I didn't take advantage when I had the opportunity to.
0: Yeah. And I think that's, that's an important, like lesson to a degree is like, especially in a series where we do have limited amount of tires, like Mm -hmm. you can't sit and, and ride behind someone you know, for too long, yeah, if they're driving hard, they might come back to you, but if you got the opportunity to pass them and pass them, you know, somewhat safely, I I do agree that if you got the speed to do it, you ought to try to do it. Um, So,
2: yeah, go ahead. Well, And that was my mentality at Charlotte. You know, I was like, when I ripped around the outside, I'm like, I need to get clear of these guys ASAP because I know how aero-sensitive the trucks are, and if you sit in lap traffic, I'm going to burn my stuff up being behind everybody. I'm going to have to lift sooner. It's going to be Harder to pass as we get later on in the run. But if I can get clear, I can save tires the way I want to. I can put dirty air on everybody else's nose, you know, and you saw it because I was able to pull away a bit for the first time, I think, ever and maintain a gap, especially over Johnny. I think it stayed at, you know, 1.6 seconds until we got the next caution.
0: Well, It, uh, it, everything like for the most part this season, at least recently, man, things are working out in your favor, whether it was that win or a, maybe a sixth place finish at Iowa that you thought maybe your car wasn't that good, but we're, we're ecstatic to see you. You're kind of one of the breakout stories this season. I feel like from drivers that have driven with us before, uh, just having a lot of success this season and we couldn't be happier, uh, for you. And, uh, you know, I know you, you run with Aaron and Tony, uh, as part of yellow vision racing, uh, how, how helpful are these guys? I know we talk about teams and we talked about in our, our opening part of the show, like teams sharing information between each other. Uh, you know, we're not looking for trade secrets here, but, but is there a lot of that going on in the discord between you guys? What do you feel like, um, you know, is the the most advantageous part of that relationship?
2: definitely they've been i think the most help to me especially you know throughout off seasons and i would say you know i do race with Aaron i would say me and Tony probably talk more um so just getting like the tips from them cuz i mean as we saw i think the last cup series race Tony was lights out the first half of that race he's super fast he's due for a win at some point in these you know gen 4 cup cars and aaron obviously comes out wins a good majority of the races that he's in so being able to like lean on them for not just a knowledge of like the settings you know the brake bias if they change anything you know maybe what they're doing but also like where their breaking points are you know when they're getting off the gas the lines that they're running you know, just I owe a lot of my speed this year to both of those guys. Because if it wasn't for them, and I was trying to figure it out on my own, I don't know if I'd be this fast. How did how did y'all get to know each other? We all started racing in a now bygone league called Nork, Uh which I know people may have heard of. I know I feel big. like we've heard of Nork before. Yeah, Someone else from other podcast might have mentioned it. It might have been Tony. It probably was Tony. We all started racing in Nork a. 2019 i think was when i joined tony and aaron had been racing in there and then we all just kind of chatted and you know then i eventually started racing in tony's league two where we all race you know together and you know just kind of aaron aaron i think tipped us off to this league uh the start of last year's cup season with you guys after he had finished the uh i think the 87 season that you guys had And he's like, oh, hey, they're giving away a computer. And we're, me and Tony were like, well, shit, sure, why not? And we came in, and here we all are. Didn't win the computer, but you're still here. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, I mean, I'm fortunate. Aaron could definitely use the computer. I'm going to throw shots at Aaron. The because you know, Yeah, because he called me and Tony mid-pack teammates when he was on. So... <laughs> You oh know, that was so brutal right. it was brutal this, this guy that. comes out here and does that so i'm gonna crap on his potato computer that he has <laughs> running vr on like a 770 this guy like
0: 40 <laughs> frames a second
2: Wow, oh, he'd be um, lucky if he got 40 frames well you've seen the screenshots it looks like roblox
0: uh, right the block <laughs> the block car the block pace car and all that um <laughs> yeah man all you know we're glad you landed with us we're glad that aaron was able to bring both of you guys over tony's doing a great job in the broadcast booth uh for the truck series along with his uh partner ryan up in the booth on mm. on wednesday nights uh and so people can check you out on tuesday nights in the cup series and wednesday nights uh, yep. both at eight thirty eastern time chris am i missing anything do we have any other questions we want to we want to run by um patrick
2: uh, who's your favorite real-life NASCAR driver? It's easy. I am a Ryan Blaney fan from top to bottom.
0: We saw your photo with him on uh yeah. the your, your iRacing profile.
2: Yeah, managed to steal that at New Hampshire. Ended up getting hot passes through Lionel Racing somehow. So during one of the uh, the practice sessions on Saturday, I managed to sneak a picture with him. So How did you get uh, cool. pit passes from Lionel? They had some kind of... They sent out an email that they were going to do like a, I guess like a walkthrough type tour, uh, for select tracks. they like, well, if you would like to win, you know, send us your email, blah, 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 blah. And New Hampshire happened to be one of the tracks they were doing. So I sent in my information and I got an email back. They were like, Hey, like you won, you know, let us know all your information so we can get the hot passes set up for you. So I ended up having that. And that was the race that Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin doored each other for the win for. Oh Yeah. So that yeah, I was actually down there when he pulled that thing through into victory lane. So that was pretty cool. Um,
0: that is cool. So I did. I just just think of it uh, as I was looking at your uh, little profile on iRacing. Uh, yep. I'm I'm glad to see that you did not mention IndyCar by now. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, there you go.
2: Yeah. Oops. Sorry about that.
0: Uh, yeah, so you do say that you are in love with Kansas, and uh, that's that's yep. really interesting because that I believe is where the Cup Series is headed yeah. this this week on Tuesday night. So, uh, how do you stack up your chances for Tuesday
2: night at Kansas? So, with the Cup car, probably not great. Now, if we were going with it the, there with the Truck Series, I would think that I have it on lockdown because for. Whatever reason, I think the most dominant race I've ever raced was at Kansas in the truck series, top split, uh, led like 33 of the 35 laps, qualified on pole, just drove away from everybody, like four second lead. I don't know what it is about the trucks at Kansas, but it just like works for me and how I drive. Me too. So
0: I got, like, got Yeah, I finished. I finished like second. I know I finished second there, uh, but for yeah. some reason, I, I don't even know why
2: why i'm decent there um but i couldn't tell you i it just it works i can run the top line really really well and save tires somehow
0: well uh we'll, that's we'll why to i do, hate it I <laughs> <just> gotta <laughs> run the top. You gotta run the top i don't know but i feel the like top's one fun. And two. i feel like in one and two i can run the bottom and that's where i found all my speed uh in another league race we did there like a year or two ago um, I don't know how it's going to be, you know, for the cup cars, like you said, it's probably going to be around the top. Um,
2: was well, a night or day?
0: Uh,
2: it's going to be a night. I, it's be be be. night yeah. Yeah. See, I feel like with the cool temperatures, cars going to be a little bit tighter. You're going to want to be up against that wall. Well, start practicing my friend.
0: Um, I will. <laughs> one last thing I want to talk to you about before we let you go is this fantasy league. We have been doing you, um, you and Austin Greer have been gracious enough to to do a short little show on Twitch. Uh, and we've been aiming for, I think, Monday nights. We we took an off, yeah. off break this past week. But, uh, you know, talk to us a little bit about, uh, you know, that whole kind of experience and just, um, you know, what the Fantasy League is about in the first place.
2: Well, I... I love the experience. I I have my own like Twitch channel where I stream a lot of our races that we do. Um, so I'm pretty comfortable being in front of a camera to begin with and being a NASCAR fan as big as I am. It's nice to be able to do that. I'm glad we had an off week because my pick Joey Logano kind of nailed the wall. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, that was rough. I, I
0: thought I was going to do so much better today than I did.
2: He was doing okay. And then just he, I don't know if it was Keselowski got tight or he had somebody underneath him pushed up Three wide late in a run like that isn't gonna work yeah yeah so i probably i wouldn't have had good picks i'm not sure where ross chastain finished i know he, he was twelfth. i think yeah see he was gonna be another one of mine i was gonna tell people to stay away from blaney because usually has bad luck at las vegas for whatever reason guy could lead 349 laps but get wrecked on the 350th one um but it's it's a lot of fun to do it. Uh, definitely gonna be doing it tomorrow night. Get prepped for Phoenix. So
1: yeah, yeah it will be, be... interesting. Interesting race. It'll, it's not a short track, but it races like a short track, and I think it'll have that short track package. Hmm. So we don't have a we don't have a lot of data to use for this um, for this new short track package that they have this season. So it's gonna a be a wild card race. Or yeah, it's a
2: wild card. I mean, oh, but anytime hits. you go to Phoenix, is it really oh, a wild yeah. card if Kevin Harvick's on the track? Gotta pick yeah. that four car. Yeah. Be, especially it. like this season. It's gonna be really like this is the last chance he's gonna have, maybe mm-hmm. at a legitimate shot at winning Phoenix, given that, you know, who knows if he'll be in the championship four or not. But
0: Yeah, I would I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too upset if he took home a victory just for sentimental, nostalgic purposes,
2: I suppose. And I mean, easily the most dominant driver in Phoenix history. I mean, how many races did he win in a row there at one point? It's like four or five in a row, something it like, like that. Yeah, yeah, it's untouchable there. Yeah. Well, so it and I'm excited for it to kind of get off of the big tracks here a little bit and, and do something a little bit different.
0: Yeah, it'll be it'll be a good show, and uh, they can check out. Uh, you know, our viewers and listeners can check out. You and Austin Greer is kind of, what do you guys usually take around 30 minutes or so? Yeah, uh, we've been trying
2: to keep it around the 30-minute mark, you know, kind of discuss all the shenanigans that happened in the the day prior's race. And, you know, kind of go over some picks and some things to watch out for coming up yeah, in, the, you guys, in the next uh, race.
0: Usually start around 10 Eastern time, uh, I, I think, somewhere around yeah. then. Um, yeah, so yeah, you can check out those two guys, Patrick Colby and Austin Greer on Monday nights at 10 o'clock Eastern time on our Twitch with their Fantasy League preview. And if you're still interested in joining Fantasy League, if you've never done it before and you just want to learn how to do it, uh, we use the NASCAR Fantasy Live platform, which is uh, completely free. Our league is completely free. Uh, we're giving away a $25 prize to the winner at the end of the season. Uh, so all you got to do is go to our website, slingshotracing.org. Uh, see the fantasy lie uh, the the fantasy league icon. Click it, and it'll basically take you to the page to join. Uh, our league's open to anybody, uh, so yeah, Patrick. Any uh, last minute shout-outs before we uh, let you go for tonight?
2: Well, I got to start with you guys for just the. I mean, I've I've raced a bunch of leagues in the couple of years that I've been on here, in and the uh, Slingshot Racing League is one of the better run leagues that I've been a part of you guys do a great job not only with the sponsorships but the broadcasts putting a really good product on the track I've had a lot of fun we've had a lot of really green racing which is always fun you hate pacing all the time so you guys do an amazing job and like shout out to all of your efforts that you put into this we we appreciate, appreciate it yep. uh, and then just same thing at the end of uh, the race that I won Tony and Aaron for all that they've done for me personally in terms of helping me get a little bit faster and, and any anybody else in the league too i mean it's been a blast with these guys awesome
0: man well we're we're grateful for you taking the time i know you're a busy guy you give us a lot of your time anyway <laughs> grateful for, for you stopping by tonight um and we'll look forward to seeing you on the track this week both in the uh, apex energy cup series which is tuesday nights at eight thirty on our twitch page and the truck series which runs on wednesday nights and also that fantasy preview on Monday night, man, you're you're three nights in a row. Uh, I am three nights content, in a row. A content juggernaut for us. So trying. Uh <laughs> we're, we're appreciative of that. And uh yeah, man, I think we'll we'll end it here, everyone. Patrick Colby, Slingshot Racing Podcast. Uh we appreciate y'all listening. Everyone have a good night. See you next week. See ya. hope you enjoyed that episode we just wanted to say thank you for your time and your interest in our podcast and really just overall thanks for listening we work hard to bring these episodes to you guys each week and thanks for being a part of our slingshot racing community if you want to learn more you can find us at slingshotracing.org from there you can find us on social media like instagram facebook you can join our discord from the main website and uh if you're listening to us on anchor Spotify or Google Podcast. Please feel free to leave us a review. Uh, the more reviews and the better reviews we have, the more people who'll have access to this podcast. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll hope to hear from you and see you next week. Bye for now.